The last words of any man are significant, but how much more when those last words are spoken by the God-man, the Lord Jesus? In today's study, we visit the cross and listen to the final words of Christ spoken just before his death. You will find that they hold tremendous truth and application for all of us who live on this side of the cross. Open your Bible and let's join Scott Pauley now at Calvary. Finished. It is such a word of finality in our language that so often when you read John 19.30 and you hear Jesus say it is finished, it also almost brings a, a sadness to your heart. I hope today you'll realize that this cry is not the cry of a victim. It is the cry of the victor. It's not a pitiful cry. It is a powerful cry. And we've come today to the final cry from the cross the last word of our Lord. And we've learned already that this, this expression, it is finished, was a cry of completion. It literally means paid in full. But today, let me give you a couple other final truths. First of all, it is a cry of the conqueror. I believe when Jesus cried, it is finished. All of heaven heard it. It, it rang through eternity. It echoed off the, off the corridors of the celestial city. All of heaven heard it and rejoiced. All of hell heard it and trembled. And now all of earth must hear it and believe. This is the gospel wrapped up in a word, finished. Uh, look, the gospel is not you go do something. No, the gospel is it's done. It is finished. In fact, when you come to the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 5, you get a glimpse of the Christ who conquered in this way. Do you remember Revelation 5? John said there was no man in heaven or in earth under the earth, it was able to open the book and look thereon, and he was weeping. And at that moment, one of the elders, Revelation 5, verse 5, said, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Do you see the connection of the lion prevailing? In the same passage, it refers to him as the lamb. At the cross, we see him as the lamb being slain at the empty tomb, we see him as the lion coming out with strength and with victory. I want you to know that our Savior, the lamb, the lion, has prevailed. And when Christ cried, it is finished, what he meant was, it's conquered. Sin has been conquered. Death has been conquered. Uh, all that was against us has been, has been canceled out, nailed to the cross of Jesus Christ. Yes, he has conquered and he will reign. I was studying this, and, and something dawned on me. And it is this, that these words that we read in John 19.30 at the cross, it is finished. You're going to hear something like it again someday. That's right. Go to the end of your Bible, Revelation chapter 21, verse number 6. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Do you hear those words? It is done. Someday, the same one who cried, it is finished, will cry out, it is done, and all things will be made right. Oh, this is a word of authority. This is a word of power. This is the word of the warrior Christ that went to battle for us and came back as the conqueror. Open the gates wide. The king is coming in. It is finished. And then finally, 
And I think this is an appropriate way for us to end our study with some application to our hearts. This word, finished, is not only a cry of completion and the cry of the conqueror, but it is essentially a cry of commencement. When Christ said it was finished, he was really just beginning all that he was setting in motion. This was the the starting point, not the ending point. It's like when people come to the end of their education, we have something, we call it the commencement. Why? Because though it's the end of their studies, it's the beginning of their great work. It's the beginning of their life's purpose. So when Christ cried, it is finished, this is not finality. This is a fresh start. At that moment, he was commencing the rest of his work. He has a work that he'll do during those three days and three nights while he's in in the heart of the earth. He'll have a work that he'll do when he comes out of the grave. There's a work that he would do for 40 days with those disciples. There's a work that he did at his ascension. There's a work that he's doing right now at the right hand of the Heavenly Father praying for us. There's a work that he's doing preparing heaven for us. And there is a work that he will do at the end of the age to bring all things to himself. Yes, our Lord is still very much alive and he is very much at work. But I would say to you, he not only commenced the rest of his work, but it was also a cry of commencement for our work. Do you see how this sets everything else in motion? That this final cry, it is finished, where he bows his head and gives up the ghost, was really just the next step towards his resurrection work and his revelation work and the work that he would do of building his church. I was speaking this week in a church from Acts chapter number 1, and that's the book of the continuing Christ, you know. And it... It jumped off the page at me again. Acts chapter 1, verse number 1. The Bible speaks of all the things that Jesus began both to do and teach. You see, he set a lot in motion, but he not only began it, he continues it, and he will complete it. We're engaged in the work that he has left us to do. We are a part of the greatest thing on planet Earth, and that is the continuing work of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. He said, ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. In other words, we are carrying on the work that he set in motion. Calvary was not the end. It was not a wall, a dead end. It was a door, a bridge to everything else that our Lord Jesus Christ wants to accomplish. I wonder, are you letting Christ continue to speak to you and speak through you? Are you letting Christ continue to do his work in you and through you in the lives of other people? Hudson Taylor, the famed missionary who started the China Inland Mission, was saved really through a realization of the truth that's found here in John 19, verse 30. He was a young man. He was bored one day over a holiday with nothing to do. And he picked up a little track that he found in his dad's library there in the study, a little pamphlet to read. And as he read, one phrase he later testified was the phrase that brought him to Christ. One phrase just arrested him. It captured him. It consumed him. And this was the phrase he read, the finished work of Christ. Would you meditate on that thought today? The finished work of Christ. It's done It's finished. The way has been made. The door is open. The the fountain is available. The finished work of Christ. And then connect the finished work of Christ, his redemptive work, to his continuing work. What is his continuing work? It is to tell everybody else about the finished work of Jesus Christ. I hope through this study you've come to know Jesus better. 
I hope through listening to these cries on the cross, you've come to love him more deeply and to think more, more correctly about who Jesus is and how wonderful our Lord Jesus is. But I hope you'll do more than that. My pastor used to say that he spoke not to be heard but to be repeated. Well, may I say we should take these cries from the cross and not just hear them ourselves. We must repeat them to other people. Would you carry on the work today? Would you tell someone else about the finished work of Jesus Christ? Lord Jesus, we thank you today for every cry that you made from that cross, cries for us and for our salvation, cries ring now through the halls of history and reach to us even to where we are. May we get a fresh glimpse of the cross and we love Christ more fully. May we cry out to you in prayer and may we share your redemption message with other people while we still can. Oh, Lord Jesus, may you help us to continue to walk by Calvary every day and point others to our beautiful Savior and the finished work of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you hear the cries from the cross? In each of these Holy Spirit-inspired words, God has a message for us. We hope that through this study, you will come to know and love the Lord Jesus in a deeper way. For more information on a personal relationship with Christ or for helpful devotional resources, please visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will have access to hundreds of articles, full-length Bible messages, and the complete Enjoying the Journey broadcast library. Remember that only as you follow God's Word will you find Christ's joy.